0: every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: If you invest in yourself, if you surround yourself with positive influences, focus on what makes you unique and you embrace what makes you unique. That would be my advice. Bet on yourself. Focus on yourself. Stop worrying about everybody else because I promise you they're not focused on you, they're focused on themselves. Yeah. You got to just focus on you and go for it, take some risks. That's where the magic really happens.
2: Mark Ronick on Bucket List Careers Today. Welcome back. I'm Crystal Laurie. So glad you're with me for this episode. Mark is my producer, a podcast consultant, hosts his own show, and he's truly an impressive yet humble entrepreneur who knows the industry inside and out. Lots to learn here for those of you interested in starting a podcast. Mark had a pivot of his own from Just Like Me TV News and turned a side hustle of 17 plus years into a six-figure full-service podcast agency called Ironic Media. We talk about AI in podcasting in this episode and the challenges of creating content, podcast episodes, reels, TikToks, etc. as an independent creator. Most of all, Mark is one of the most authentic voices out there in this space, and I can't say enough good things about working with him, having him as my partner in my podcasting journey. All right, let's get to it. Mark, I am so excited we're doing this. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's weird to hear you say welcome to the podcast when I am so intimately involved with it, but thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Right. I mean, we'll talk about why I decided now was the right time, but you've obviously had a great pivot narrative throughout my journey, my journey with you as my producer. It all started way back when, when I found you and we had a consult call. And of course, like all my guests, you didn't start out doing what you're doing now. You're an entrepreneur, podcast producer, consultant, really an influencer relating to all things podcast. And podcasting was a side hustle for you for 17 years plus. So we want to talk about your pivotal moments. Walk us through the journey and and the evolution to what you're doing now.
1: Yeah, thanks. I would be happy to. So I, I think I've bounced around a lot of different ideas over my career And I think that has a little bit to do with the fact that I have ADHD, and ADHDers are known to kind of hobby jump and job jump etc because we're always kind of looking for that next big dopamine hit right, right. so i kind of i don't want to say i've struggled but it it hasn't been an easy journey per se it's been an evolution lots of twists lots of turns unexpected opportunities the usual for i think many of your guests now it's been over 17 years and i think before i made the decision to make this leap That was probably about 14 years into my podcasting career of side gigs. And I've been involved in various projects, starting from creating podcast networks to producing other podcasts on the side, at night, at home, after work, those kinds of things. But like I said, there were really temporary engagements, not long-term career paths, so I thought. The, The pivotal moment came when I found myself feeling unfulfilled and stuck in my role as a TV producer. I was working a TV job for a show that was politically based, and that's just not my bag. And the way that politics have gone, it's just a lot and wasn't really (laughs) of interest to me to pursue that as a day-to-day career.
2: I can relate, having been in the news business as well. I think you were a producer for about five years for a major cable news channel.
1: I was, yeah. Like I said, the content didn't resonate with me. The company really just wasn't going in a direction that I could get on board with. So it was a challenging time, and I knew I needed a change. And in 2019, I began to notice this pattern. More and more people that I knew were that were being referred to me from people that I knew. They were approaching me for help to start a podcast, grow a podcast, because they knew I had been doing it for a long time. My own podcast, The Mark and Lowell Show, that was like many years of podcasting, literally over a million downloads.
2: I was going to say, you've definitely been a part of the podcasting world since almost the very beginning because podcasts themselves haven't been around that long.
1: No, I mean, technically it's been around for a little over 20 years now. It's been a little over 17 for me. So yeah, I did get in early on for sure.
2: Yeah. I remember when I chose you to work with, I thought, you know, he's one of the the founding fathers. That's right. So you always had this going on simultaneously. You were starting to feel it wasn't working for you as a news producer. And then- Was it the pandemic in terms of the timeline when when we
1: started to see the change and the transition? Well, kind of. Yeah. So what happened was I had these people randomly approaching me over time asking me for help. And maybe it was the universe giving me a nudge toward a new path because I started to realize that, you know what, this is my passion. And- Really, my expertise is in podcasting, and it could be more than just a side hustle. What I was starting to come to grips with is that this was actually kind of like my superpower. And so what I decided in 2019 was I was going to launch my business. And if this was toward the later part of 2019, I grabbed a few people that I knew personally that I knew would be great at podcasting. And I offered to do it pro bono just to get the business up and going. And so... Really, the business officially started, Ironic Media, we started in 2020 at the very beginning as a part-time venture. I was still with the TV job, but then the pandemic hit. And while it brought a lot of challenges and uncertainty to the world, it also opened doors for me and my business. I was able to work from home with the TV gig, and that gave me that flexibility to build the business too. Because they had cut down on the hours, because working a TV show, as you would probably know, from home, that can be challenging. So they cut down the the hours, and that gave me more hours to build up the business. It increased the consumption of podcasts and the surge of people looking for creative outlets. So that created this perfect storm of an opportunity for me. Amazing, Yeah. So by the end of 2020, it was time to leave my full-time job. The side hustle really transformed into a thriving at that point within the first year, probably just about a six-figure full-service podcast agency, and it was a journey filled with a lot of risks and hard work, and I guess maybe some serendipity too.
2: So let's focus in on the production and consulting services that you offer. Ironic Media, obviously, I'm a client. Yes. You have editing, you are producing, and you also have this new membership community, Next Gen Podcaster. So let's explain this to my listeners. What are the reasons I felt it was the right time to have you on now? Even though you had the pivot story throughout, I feel like your content is more and more useful in terms of what's going on with AI, more and more people wanting to start podcasts. How does it work if somebody out there wants to do it on his or her
1: own? The goal behind the business, the production, was to help make it easier for people, right? A lot of podcasters didn't come into this having the experience like you have in media. Fair. So they didn't know the ins and outs. They didn't know what they were doing. And they kind of found out early it was a lot of work. The production, the editing, all the different moving parts was a lot of work. And there are a lot of business people who have taken up podcasting that simply don't have the time.
2: Because often it's a marketing tool for a primary business. So knowing all that, you
1: created Ironic
2: Media. How many years are you into it now? And and tell us about where you are in that journey.
1: Yeah, so I guess it's almost four years now. And we have dozens of clients now. I think this all came down because of my ADHD. And I would put myself in people's shoes and think of how overwhelmed I would be. So I look to find ways to make things simple, whether it's taking it Mm -hmm. all for them or introducing tools like AI to help them in their processes, in their time-saving as well. AI came on the scene As you know, at least kind of mainstream when ChatGPT hit the scene in November, I guess, late, mid-late November. I was just blown away by how it worked and started quickly playing around with it and noticing this could really help people as creators unlock a lot of the stuff they have locked away for whatever reasons, usually limiting beliefs and things like that. This kind of helps them test out ideas. That was a big moment for me. And Quite frankly, Krista, after 17 years, talking about podcasting has gotten a little bit boring for me. <laughs> <laughs> You've covered
2: every facet of the industry, how to's, and so the introduction of AI made it more exciting. But you do believe in its power and harnessing that for content creation. Some people seem fearful.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I think Hollywood has created some of that fear. The media helps create some of that fear. And I think there's some legitimacy to the fear. I think right now there is nothing to fear. I look at things like ChatGPT much like a calculator. It's just a calculator for words and information. Plug in a question and it'll spit out an answer. It's not going to go and then spit out an answer and then go take over the world. It's just going to have this text conversation with you.
2: Right. Plus, from a creator's perspective, you're concerned that the authenticity could be lost. Be a little more specific as far as what ChatGPT does for podcasters. Yeah, I
1: appreciate that you said the authenticity piece here, because that is a big concern by a lot of creators and business people, anybody using it. They don't want their voice to be lost. They don't want whatever content they use from ChatGPT to sound too robotic. Right. That's one of the things I had been working on with a tool like this is you can teach it how to write or speak in your voice. And the ways that I have taught people how to do that is, well, if you're a podcaster, you probably have lots of audio recordings of yourself, which you can transcribe and feed to a chat GPT and tell it to learn about your style, how you speak, your grammar, etc. Then you can ask it to write an email to your next guest in your voice about X, Y, and Z, and it will spit it out. Now, I'll say it's never, in my opinion, been Hundred percent when it spits out an answer, like writing show notes, right? Like for right. you, Krista, we will record this. We could then transcribe it and then give it to Chat GPT and ask it to summarize it in your voice and pull out all of the references and the resources we share. It'll do all of those things for you.
2: No, it's it's pretty fascinating, and I have started to dip my toe in the water. And there's a lot of potential there, of course. Let's talk about authenticity because you just blogged about this. I know ADHD has played a role in your journey. You don't say that it's been a struggle, but it has influenced your decisions. And you recently said that you sort of had a breakthrough when it came to navigating social media And feeling that you've overcome the fear of, I don't know if it's judgment, failure, or just what you're putting out there isn't good enough. So that is such an important mindset shift, I think, for people that want to start a podcast, want to start a next chapter. Tell me about how you got there and how we can get there.
1: Yeah. Fear of failure is definitely a big thing or was for me. Even more so, though, was this area of doubt, self-doubt. Yes, I think a lot, The man, there's so much to unpack, but I was confident in my skills as a podcaster. I knew what I was doing. Right. Then I started looking around at other industry professionals, and I saw amazing offers they were making, huge social media numbers, and I started questioning things about myself and and my ability to do this. You know, for example, I'd work on a project and suddenly I'd think this isn't good enough or it doesn't compare with what others are doing. And I'd just give up on it or I'd just leave it on the shelf and not come back to it. Or I'd create content and never publish it because I felt like Mm -hmm. it wasn't up to par with the competition or even more so wondering how others, not the competition, but the target audience I'm trying to reach, how they're going to judge it. I would worry about that and overthink it and overcomplicate it. But here's what changed everything for me. At least one of the first steps was I hired a life coach who you've happened to have on your show before, Jeff Hammer.
2: Oh, yes. Dominating Edge is his podcast.
1: He's amazing. Okay.
2: So you started working with Jeff.
1: Yeah. And he basically taught me to focus on having an abundant mindset, Instead of getting caught up in what others were achieving and start celebrating my own successes and accomplishments that I've had along the way. And I also dove into personal development. I Mm. read the book, The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma, which is basically a morning routine. To help start your day, kick your day off on the right foot, putting it simply, I hired a social media consultant to help me with my confidence just in the fact that if I could find somebody to teach me the ins and outs the way I teach podcasters the ins and outs, I think that gave me more confidence. I got certified in neuro-linguistic programming, which kind of all falls under that umbrella of personal development. Nice. It was really a journey of self-discovery and growth, and I realized it all came down to mindset and what I choose to focus on.
2: Your lens.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. Man, I, I'm glad you said that too, Krista, because it really is. It's all about perspective. You know, I looked at that competition and I would make up stories about their success because maybe they have a lot of more followers.
2: Well, I think there's so much comparison going on because of the analytics that we, we can see and we can get that kind of sense of, oh well, he or she is way bigger. That community is way bigger than mine. Should I be doing something differently? And then you start to question as opposed to just focusing on the process, just focusing on the content that is flowing out of you. And so you've been able to make that shift. I mean, I'm happy for you. That That's, that's pretty amazing.
1: Thank you, yeah. And I think one of the eye-opening moments that I've had is although I've tried to not focus on the competition, it's hard not to see what they're doing. Because it's all out there in your face. Out there, yeah, exactly. What I discovered, though, is as I've gotten more involved in the industry and gotten to know that competition, I made mm. it a point to actually reach out, get to know them, talk to them, learn about them. And almost every time I come to find the story I told myself is far from the truth, that they're, they yeah. have the same struggles as I do. Yeah, maybe they have more followers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have more business. They have more dollars coming in. Oftentimes they have a very similar income as far as the business goes as I do. And that helped me recognize, stop making up stories and just start focusing on your own story and you'll be okay.
2: I think this speaks to your emphasis on community. Yes. The power of community. Once you were, you know, started working with a coach, started taking these steps, tell me about... Next Gen Podcaster. That's a membership community you've created.
1: Yeah. Community has become a really big thing, at least my awareness around how much stronger of a person I am, a business person I am, when I have people around me supporting me, encouraging me, and when I can do that for them. That fills my cup when I can empower other people. So yeah, I started with, and I still have this community that I've built on the Clubhouse app of podcasters, content creators, where we meet every morning, 7 a.m. for an hour. And we talk about the different things we go through as creators and the struggles and support one another. And then when the AI thing came out, I didn't want to mix the two ideas together, this community of podcasters. And I didn't want to force a lot of AI on them and completely shift gears of what we had been building. So I created another community and a lot of them did kind of come over to that community too. And this is a community to not only is it to use AI to help support them, show them how to make it easier. It's really to do that for all of podcasting, all the different tools out there. It's just AI happens to be one that can be super effective very quickly. So that is a focus. It's me. It's my business partner, Nick. We're teaching and we're getting together with them, but we're also allowing this community to support one another and teach one another. And what it's doing is it's building that because You know, this person's helping that one. And then that person brings in their friend. It just keeps growing because of just the um, amazing support that we're all receiving from one another.
2: Good stuff. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't dig into your takeaways, right? We always ask for a little advice on this very difficult task of achieving your purpose professionally. Yeah. Or just purpose in general. I think you can also be more broad strokes with it. But what can we learn from Mark Ronick?
1: Wow, what can we learn? I think if we go to the self doubt stuff, I think that that's very common, whether you're a content creator, whether maybe you're a new entrepreneur. These are all things that we deal with. If you're struggling with self doubt, my message really is to say know that it's normal, know that it's something very common, but also know that you have the power to overcome it. If you invest in yourself, if you surround yourself with positive influences, focus on what makes you unique and you embrace what makes you unique. Those are your superpowers, as you said before. Yes, it's the awareness, betting on yourself. That would be my advice. Bet on yourself, focus on yourself, stop worrying about everybody else because I promise you they're not focused on you, they're focused on themselves. Yeah. You got to just focus on you and go for it, take some risks. That's where the magic really happens.
2: Yeah. You say that taking that leap
1: really served you. Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: So if people want to learn more about Mark Ronick, what is your website again? Yeah, sure.
1: Ironic com, and it's spelled with a CK ironic with a CK play off of my last name. And yeah, you could go there. You could find out more about Next Gen Podcaster there. There's a link there. If you are looking into getting into podcasting or if you have a podcast already, if you need production and editing, if you need guidance and coaching, reach out to me. I'll give you a free consultation and we can talk about your needs. The best place to go is ironicmedia.com.
2: That's how it all started for me. That's right. That exact step. And here we are, 113 episodes in. Amazing. And then the Mark and Lowell show is your podcast yeah very briefly, tell me what it's about, so people should check that out too.
1: The Mark and Lowell show, although on a pretty big hiatus right now, we have hundreds of episodes in the can, so' start and pick it up any time. It's basically me and my childhood best friend. We have just had a lot of adventures together, so it's a show about our past as kids and our present as parents, basically. And the shenanigans all along the way. So a lot of people (laughs) describe it as they feel like they're sitting in on a conversation with their friends or a fly on the wall observing some friends getting together. We always bring in a guest who's somebody that we're friends with. And it's just sharing our lives and being very candid and open and authentic And it seemed to be something people really enjoyed.
2: Oh yeah. That kind of transparency is the best. And I always ask guests at the end of my show to say, where should we send people to know more about you? If they listen to Mark and Lowell, they'll really get to learn a lot about you. (laughs) Their
1: side of me that you didn't hear here today, I promise.
2: (laughs) I'm so glad we did this. Mark Ronick of Ironic Media, a pleasure to have you. You're a joy to work with. I really couldn't have done this without you. So let me take that opportunity to say thank you.
1: Well, thank you, Krista. And it's been a pleasure working with you as well you have definitely helped make me an even better producer you challenge me sometimes and I appreciate the challenges and like I said you make me a better producer so I appreciate that
2: yeah it's a good relationship so thanks so much for coming on the show with
1: me you're welcome thank you
2: you are listening to bucket list careers I'm Crystal Laurie thanks so much for joining I'll be back on Thursday with a solo episode one of my Krista's takeaways you don't want to miss it until then be well
1: An ironic media production. Visit us at I-R-O-M-I-C-K-Media.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
0: on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty
1: presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber.
0: Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband.
1: And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean the mini-fridge. It's a
0: mini-fridge. Yeah, it's a mini-fridge. Fr- mini yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet.
1: Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.